Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today I'm joined by friend and fellow podcaster, Alyssa Amoroso, also known as T with Publicity. She's a former entertainment publicist turned influencer. You probably know her from Instagram, TikTok, her podcast, like I said. Alyssa is putting her phone down and picking up the mic to spill the tea on various taboo topics, so nothing is off limits for her, you guys, from getting ghosted to anxiety to body image. She has tons of amazing guests on her podcast and just gives you such an authentic and inside look at her personal life from her career journey to dating everything in between she is one of my favorite people to follow on instagram i just absolutely love her and that will obviously shine through in the current mood combo we just had such a fun conversation we talked literally just about all of her career changes lately there was like obviously a little bit of tea no pun intended but just really what it's like to change careers and like really leave and get let go and kind of the mental health and anxiety we talk about spirituality spirituality because she apparently believes that dead people are with us all the time which is hysterical and amazing you will hear that from her and obviously we talk about dating and just growing up and all that stuff it is just such an amazing conversation you guys so you are going to absolutely love it it's going to boost your mood but first let's just like make it about me and talk about my best mood and worst mood of the week oh my god you guys my best mood is just being home Literally, when I recorded the intro to the last podcast, I was clearly not well. It was like I had a first few good days of vacation and I was just like, I'm not a good traveler. I'm not a Europe girly and I wish I was different. I wish I wasn't like this. I It makes me mad at myself, but it just sucked how much anxiety I had, obviously. And even after the podcast came out, my friends were like, are you telling us actually when you're not okay? Because of like the intro and stuff. And I hope you guys enjoyed kind of like the unhinged chaos of that podcast. It, it was definitely very different. And I think even that gave me more anxiety because I've been having like influencer anxiety of like sharing my life which I've gotten over in the past like 48 hours. It's a whole nother topic, you guys. But anyway, my best mood is being back at home. I love routine. I've just been absolutely fucking loving like waking up and having a routine and working out and making fucking dinner. I don't know why I just, I love simple shit. I, like I said, I wish I was different. I wish I was spontaneous. I wish I was a free spirit. And yes, I like to try new things and I like to push myself outside of my comfort zone. But your girl loves a motherfucking routine 
loves taking care of herself and needs to to stay sane. And so that is what I've been doing since you heard from me last and since I've gotten back from Europe. And I'm just like finally feeling settled. And I do really think that having a routine, no matter what it is, whether it's actually doing the same things every day or just taking time to do different things for yourself, I really think it builds confidence. And I've had this kind of quote playing in my head and I actually bring it up in the current mood combo, but confidence is built by keeping the promises you make to yourself. And that has been really consistently playing in my head for the past couple weeks. And I've been doing a really great job of it because that quote has been playing in my head. And it is true. Like it's really building confidence and even just taking care of myself is making me feel my best and building confidence. So really like my best mood is being back in a routine, keeping the promises I make to myself and taking care of myself to build all of this confidence. I have had a great few days and you know, It's only a few days, but you know, if you just keep fulfilling the promises you make to yourself, I have a feeling it's the mood's only going to get better and better. But obviously my worst mood, we all have them. Even when we do the routine, we do everything right. Nobody's perfect. I got to work it. And it was really, really hard coming back home. I will say first and foremost, you know, the way back is harder with jet lag. I was just completely burnt out. I was, my nervous system was completely dysregulated. I had, I was like hysterical on the phone with my therapist, literally in the cab on the way home from the airport like I was just not okay and I took kind of like an extra week off to really like regulate my nervous system and because like you can't even think about what you're stressed out about if your nervous system is dysregulated you can't make choices you can't fulfill the promises you make to yourself so I just needed to literally lay in bed and kind of get my shit together and it was annoying because as I was doing that my worst mood besides like all of that which obviously fucking sucked but that was like almost two weeks ago now So I feel like my worst mood actually the past week has just, I was being really hard on myself. Like I was just being really anxious. And I think that kind of goes to the influencer anxiety I just briefly mentioned. And I want to do a solo episode or a YouTube video about it because I don't know, I feel like there's just stuff that I need to get off my chest, but it's just, I feel better about it now, but I've definitely been or was being extremely hard on myself and causing myself a lot of anxiety, putting a lot of pressure on myself. It's unnecessary. We need to be compassionate with ourselves. We need to be gentle with ourselves. And that's how you actually, grow and get things done and heal and succeed and I wasn't doing that and it kept me up till 5 a.m one night which is absolutely insane I don't think I've actually ever fucking done that swear to god like I've never fucking stayed up till 5 a.m in my life so I don't know what got into me but yeah it was just it's been a lot the past few weeks and that's why I'm just so focused on my best mood because it is truly filling me up it's truly building my confidence and it's like something I'm just like really grateful for is just like the simple things of like being back having my mood boosters having my friends and family around just like feeling settled and simple you guys know I have to take care of myself. I literally just spent a few minutes talking to you about it. But let's think about it like this. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? Okay, that's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way? How we take care of our minds affects how we experience life. So it's literally important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. There's stuff like learning a new language or taking power naps, but there's also better help online therapy. You guys know that I swear and live by 
therapy. I talked to my therapist on the phone every single week and I clearly would not be okay without it. I learn so much about myself and get tangible tools and I'm just able to see things more clearly and learn so much about myself. I think everyone should be in therapy and there's sometimes maybe you feel like there's no good time to start or nothing's bad enough and I feel like why do we wait till everything literally is absolutely fucking horrible to ask for help? Like it doesn't make any sense. I think that therapy is completely beneficial. There are so many things we all need to work on and it's just nice having someone to talk to. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. My listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com mood. That's better betterhelp.com mood. For mood boosters this week, obviously I've had just so freaking many because I'm just so happy to be home and have all my mood boosters back. The first one has been honestly walking outside and branching out in podcasts. So obviously the weather is absolutely amazing. I mean, sometimes it's a little bit too hot, but who can p- complain? And I've just been so focused on going on long walks because I think like light intensity or low intensity cardio is extremely just important for like our physical health, but obviously it's so important for mental health as well. And there's actually been some days where I haven't listened to anything. I've just walked and sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I should branch out into podcasts. So I listened to this awesome podcast episode yesterday on my walk from Call Her Daddy. It was like one of her mini ones. I don't really listen to Call Her Daddy to be completely honest, but it came up in my Spotify and it was about like attachment styles um, when it comes to relationships. And that's something I've definitely been wanting to learn more about. And she had the author of this book on called Insecure in Love. And it made me like definitely really want to read the book because it's something I really, really need to focus on. And it was just such a great episode that I needed to hear. And it was nice. Like I was just proud of myself to kind of like switch up what I was listening to because I pretty much listened to like only the same things all the time. And so just a combination of that, like, I I know everyone says hot girl walks or whatever, but it's literally like take a stupid little walk for your stupid little mental health, okay? Like it is life-changing and it's a du- it's a double whammy. You're literally working out and you're working on your mental health. So, I mean, what more can you ask for? And you're getting vitamin D, which is like literally so important. Walk outside. Don't walk on the treadmill. It is summer, you guys. Walk outside. Breathe in fresh air. Go into nature. Like it is so important. Get out of the gym, okay? My next mood booster has been Peak Tea. You've probably been seeing me talk about it on Instagram. And they sent me like another package, but I've already had a bunch. Like I bought it on my own accord, which I talked to you guys about a while ago. But I'm just like obsessed because I don't really like making regular tea, like hot tea. And this is so easy because you just pour the powder into water. And I just like things that are simple and easy. And I like brands that are so focused on their ingredients and how it's made and all that stuff. So it's a really trustworthy brand. I love the Betox like youth fountain one. It's a great way to get like minerals, electrolytes, hyaluronic acid, all for like, you know, your skin and your overall health. It's tastes literally so freaking good so that's my newest obsession you guys know I'm obsessed with the ginger elixir I've been drinking that like every single day and then I've been drinking their sun goddess matcha every single day and I forgot how good matcha is for you how good it is for people with anxiety because maybe sometimes coffee's too much but it's also just so good for your like your skin oh my god it is I consider it like a superfood like it is so amazing like even if you don't feel like drinking matcha just put it like in your smoothie like the powder or something so that at least you're getting all the antioxidants and all the benefits like all the l-theanine it is so amazing so i absolutely love 
peak tea. I think it is absolutely so worth it. 10 out of 10 recommend such a mood booster. It just makes me feel like I'm taking care of myself, which I am getting just tasty, amazing things in my body, which I love. Obviously, one of my mood boosters was coming home and just like absolutely fucking up my apartment. I've never been so excited for a couch to the point where I literally kid you not, you guys, I got off the plane, cried in the cab, got home. The new couch was vertically standing up in my apartment, wrapped in plastic. My old couch was where it always is. I moved the old couch out of my apartment by myself into the elevator down to the dumpster and put my new couch in. If that's not superhuman strength, I don't know what is, but you, I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I probably have, but I have this like complex where I think I can do anything. And a lot of times it really pays off because like I'm fucking doing everything like in my apartment. That's what I mean. Like I'm drilling and building and blah, blah, blah. I don't like, that's kind of the complex, not nearly other things. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, fucked that up. I'm saying that in a good way. Pulled out every single thing from every single cabinet, reorganized every single thing, went to container store, went to Target, cleaned out just everything you could imagine because I re-signed my lease and I was so excited to come back and just so excited to settle into my apartment. There's still like a lot of stuff to do, but I'm feeling really good about it and it's making me just feel like so happy and like mood boosted. I'm literally obsessed. I can't wait for you guys to see the most recent vlog I just vlogged yesterday and just edited edited it and I think you guys are really gonna like it I show all the organization I show the couch I show like literally everything talk about my anxiety talk about my influencer anxiety so that will also be on my youtube channel youtube.com slash love lauren elizabeth and then my like last mood booster is honestly just like all my friends and family being home when i got back my parents my parents i don't have parents i have a mom my mom and my brothers went to charleston and they left me which was really annoying obviously i like could have gone but like why would you book a trip 48 hours after i get back and on my birthday very rude whatever so they were all gone and then most of my friends were still in europe when i got back and so it's just been so nice that everyone's back in the city and it's just back to normalcy and like I can ride my bike to my mom's house or like my friend texts me like, hey, do you want to come over and grill tonight? Like I just love, 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 love. So the vibes are high. Being surrounded with friends and family, great weather, just back to normalcy, back to simple living. I'm just like, oh my God, you guys, mood boosted. And then my last 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 little thing I want to say is I'm so excited if you follow me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth at mood with Lauren Elizabeth you saw that I finally showed you guys the mood journals I've been working on these for so long I actually tell the entire story in the vlog so I won't say it again on here but I show them in the vlog as well I've been showing them on Instagram they launch in two weeks and if you love talking or thinking about your best mood and your worst mood and your mood boosters you can now finally do it so I'll be going into more depth on Instagram about how to utilize the journal because I wanted to keep it really open to be able for you to customize it because I don't think there's anything that we have to do exactly the same as everyone else. This is a journal that is meant for you to make it what you want it to be not to put pressure on yourself and feel like if you miss a day or you don't fill it out this way that you're doing something wrong and you're not good enough like that is not what this is at all so I'm so excited to share it with you guys and it will be on shoplornelizabeth.com in two weeks so it is absolutely so motherfucking exciting okay you guys I want to talk to you about policy genius and you're probably wondering like well Lauren why are you talking about life insurance well in an unpredictable economy life insurance can offer peace of mind that anyone who relies on you financially 
whether it's a child, a parent, or even a business partner, will have a financial cushion if something happens to you. But why would you get covered now? We're so young and we have mood boosters because life insurance typically gets more expensive as you age. So it's probably smart to get a policy sooner rather than later. And Policy Genius makes it easy to compare your options from top companies and they can help you make sure you're not paying a cent more than you have to for the coverage you need. If you already have coverage through work, having life insurance through your job just honestly might not be enough. Most people actually need up to 10 times more coverage to properly provide for their families. Be smart when you're young, you guys. Don't wait till you're old to like do all the annoying shit. Policy Genius is an insurance comparison website that makes it easy to compare quotes from top companies like AIG, Prudential, and Policy Genius is an insurance comparison website that makes it easy to compare quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in one place to find your lowest price. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. So just head to policygenius.com to get personalized quotes in minutes and find the right policy for your needs. The licensed agents at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies. They're hands-on through the entire process to help you understand your options so you can make the decisions with confidence. No extra fees. Your info is private. Thousands of five-star reviews against Google and Trustpilot. Guys, be smart. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. Okay, you guys, let's jump into today's current mood combo with Alyssa. Absolutely love, adore, and I know it's going to boost your mood. So welcome, Alyssa, to the podcast. Okay, well, I'm so excited to have you on because I was on your podcast, which feels like literally a lifetime ago. I know. I mean, my, was that a year ago or two? My sister's like, you got to get her back on when I told her I was coming. Probably like a year, I'd say. Yeah, because I was in LA when we recorded that and you were in studio yes. and now you're no longer in studio and I'm no longer in LA. We're just two girlies that love change. Oh my God. I feel like, yes, like you've had a lot of change and I've never shied away from change. I literally just flipped my apartment upside down. So. Oh my God. I know. Like literally I can't with your Instagram story. Like, oh my God, we'll talk about your Instagram stories in general later, but I literally can't with you. I'm like, what is she doing? But like, honestly, same, like literally same. I moved an entire couch by myself last week and you just moved your couch. Oh wait, I saw you did that too. And I was like, okay, see, we're, we're modern women. Like we got it. I know. Like we got it. And you were like, every modern woman should have this toolkit. And I was like, fuck, I need that toolkit. Like. I'm like borrowing like tools from guys and they're like, do you need help? I'm like, no, I'm modern woman. Yeah, I got, I got this. <laughs> I got it. Well, I want to like first for people that like don't know and don't follow a, what are you doing with your life? Yes. And B, I know that you kind of like dived into like the podcasting influencer world, like more on the recent side in a sense, cause I'm a grandma um, of the internet. So can you just give like a little background too of like how you even gotten to be a podcaster slash influencer? Yes, totally. So I was probably around even before you realized because so long story short, I was a publicist. So I worked in PR for five years, but during two and a half of those years, I was blogging on the side. So mostly like Instagram blog when like blogs were a thing doing Instagram. And then when I hit a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, I quit my PR job. And I was like, so when was that? 2018 so it's been a while okay yeah so I was like see ya I'm out of here I'm going to Coachella like literally like quit oh my god (laughs) jet it off to Coachella and then I was doing that for two years and then the pandemic hit and Mm. you know like everything was so uncertain and TikTok kind of came on the scene so I started just like posting on TikTok and I was like gaining followers but there was like one video that I posted that like really exploded my following which was just talking about like mid-sized fashion I was talking about like you don't need to be a size zero to dress how you want it was a six second sound I gained 250,000 followers like overnight it was insane 
Oh my God. I know. And then I've just been growing. I, then I was growing so rapidly at that point. It was like 300,000, 400,000, 500,000. And now I've kind of been stuck for a while, but whatever, who's complaining. Um, and then during quarantine, I pitched a podcast concept to Barstool because I had my own podcast, but it was like very pop culture focused. Mm. And during quarantine, I was just like, who gives a fuck what Khloe Kardashian's doing? Like, leave her alone. Like, people are dying. Like, I literally, <laughs> Kim, there's people that are dying. Like, Kim, there's people that are dying. But I just, I just felt like it was stupid and vapid yeah. for me because I was going through like the spiritual journey and I was like manifesting and like getting in touch with myself, like the shit that you do, really. And I just was like, I want to talk about real topics. So right. I pitched a podcast concept honestly to Dave Portnoy I like DM'd him and um said like you know I blew up on TikTok for mid-sized fashion like no one's talking about this stuff on your network and like a month later they hired me and I was just there for a year and a half um and then we just parted ways and now I'm doing it on my own well before we talk about like getting and being kind of like your own boss and doing it on your own Mm -hmm. I will say you are kind of like the queen of like you're just so transparent and also just like sliding into people's DMs. And like, I wonder if that, does that come from like your publicist background as well as obviously your personality? Cause I feel like you're so good at networking. I think it's like, I think I'm a good publicist because I'm innately that way. Mm. Like, I think the one thing I like the most in life, cause I always think about, you know, sometimes we're not saving lives. Like we're not doctors. So like, sometimes I'm like, you know, you want to feel like you're doing something that's like worth like, going towards the greater good. And I think my like purpose is connecting people. Like I love Mm. being a connector in the sense that like, if I meet you once and I see an opportunity for you, I'll introduce you. Like I'm not gatekeeping. And so I network in that way. Like it's, I'm not just networking, like social climbing for myself to get ahead. It's more like, let's make connections and then let's connect everyone and let's all help each other. Like I'm very much into that vibe. Um, So I just started, like, I just always really believed in myself. Like when I would get every internship and job because I would just reach out and I was, I kind of just had the mindset of like, can't hurt. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take and yeah. like, what's the worst that could happen. Like if you're already expecting, you know, like I would say too, like you did mention like manifesting and like all this stuff. So when you, you know, reach out, like how do you handle rejection then if like, cause I think a lot of people are afraid to reach out because of the rejection. Mm-hmm. And obviously like, I don't think there's such thing as like blind confidence. I think we all have a different scale of sensitivity to mm-hmm. rejection. So I guess like, what are kind of like your tips for other people that like are scared and like, you're not going to get every single person like you reach out to but what's the kind of like manifestation like taking care of yourself from there I think it's a lot about approach and I think it's the way I pitch that I'm confident in like when I sent Dave the DM I knew he was going to answer me and it wasn't a blind confidence like I was like an idiot like you'd have to be an idiot to not answer this because it makes Mm. a lot of sense what I'm saying because the way I phrased it and the way I wrote it and I was very strategic, like I made sure my profile picture was a certain picture. I made sure I knew when you DM someone, you could only see the first few words before you open it. So I put something that would catch his attention. And then I basically called him out. Like I called out a flaw in his business. Like I was like, you're not reaching these people and you could. So like any business person is going to react to that. 
So like, I think it's about how you pitch and like, Mm. it's about being strategic in the way you go about things. Like there's certain things in life where you just get a gut feeling. Like I just got a really, um, I'm not saying who it's with yet, but I just got like a really big deal and I knew I was going to get it. Like there's certain things that I'm like, no, it's it's meant to be. But then Mm. again, like I don't blindly manifest, but I think I just talk about things. Like I think speaking your goals into existence. Like I always joke and I'll be like, I'm going to be a self-made millionaire. I'm not, but I will be. Or I'll be like, I'm going to write a book because I will. Well, you know, I was listening to your podcast um, where you kind of announced the split from Barstool and I was listening and I was like, yeah, 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 good, good, good. And you were, you literally said like, I want to write a book. I want to get back on TV. I want to do all these things. And I literally like, not with you, but like my reaction was like, oh my God why is she saying that? And not in in an actual way, just in a sense of like insecurity in myself of, I would never like publicly Mm. say my goals because what if I don't reach them? And then I look like a failure because it's like, of course I want to write a book, but like until I have a book deal and until I have a Mm -hmm. launch date, you know what I mean? So I was so like taken aback in this way of like, wow, I wonder, like that was my first thought of, you know, speaking into existence, like it was like this first time where I saw someone doing it that I knew obviously personally as well. So I kind of like know your personality Mm -hmm. and I'm not just like, who's this random girl? Like, you know what I mean? I was just like, oh my God. I was like, am I like, do I need to start like believing in myself more? Like legit, like Mm -hmm. even just hearing you say your own goals is like having that like honest voice, like for other girls too. And including me, it's like, whoa, like reality check. Like, why don't I believe in myself as much as Lissa? Well, I know what I mean? I think people do, but maybe you keep it behind the scenes. Like I've never been one of those people that's like, I'm going to put all this work in behind the scenes and then launch it. I'm like, the world's going to see me kind of mess up. Like the day I launched Mm. a blog, I bought my domain and the next day it was born. Like I didn't like wait to bank content. I didn't like, I just think you go for things you learn along the way. And I think the more you say it, I'm almost the opposite where I'm like, I said, I want to go on TV now and host and be on E. So if I don't do that, that's embarrassing because now the world knows. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like it holds me accountable because my followers will be like, where's the book? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, like literally I do that with like some stuff like, fuck, what did I, I literally, I'm vlogging today and I just said something on camera where I was like, I was like, maybe I want to do a habit tracker. Like I saw this Kenny Confidential do it. And I was like, maybe I, maybe I don't. I was like, I don't know. Like, don't hold me accountable. Yeah, like, I don't know, it. like whatever. Like once you say it to your audience, but I do, I, I did have a little bit of that switch because what you said resonated with me where you said, I'm going to fail or, or I'm going to fuck up or whatever along the way. And I started kind of, I had that realization a few months ago when I, for instance, I did, uh, I'm doing mood journals, but mm. I actually self-invested in them, Yeah, which is like, I know that I'm hundred percent responsible. And I was like, why well, keep this a secret and like gatekeep like secret projects, quote unquote, like it might be tough and there might be challenges, but like, why do I wait to tell everyone that I fucked up? Like you can just see it along the way mm-hmm. because like the influencer is so, you know, we're guarded by this. Like we don't talk about our business and we don't really talk about like everything that goes mm-hmm. into it until something goes wrong. Like for instance, when you leave Barstool mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, like you don't talk about it along the way. Exactly. But I feel like you do a really good job of being really honest and transparent with your audience. And that's obviously one of the reasons why I follow you. And so when you left Barstool, you know, I guess I wasn't like shocked or blown away or anything because, you know, part of it didn't may really make sense to me why you were at Barstool and an employee. And so 
not to like obviously get into like that whole thing because mm-hmm. you already explained it on your podcast but like how are you doing now like what is kind of like the mental health and like the day-to-day routine from going through change and like even if change is good it's scary mm-hmm. and especially when you're only relying on yourself so how have you been doing and handling like just like these new changes in your career life totally i think the one thing i've really focused on this year like with my therapist specifically is like integrity and like making decisions that like align with my integrity. Because I think if I'm just being like so transparent, I think going to Barstool was a little bit against my integrity in the terms of, I know what goes on in those walls and it's not as bad as like the public things, but it has a bad perception at times. So I knew it was against my integrity to like go to a male run business when like I'm this girl, like I'm like this girl and I, talk about body image and all these things, but I went there knowing it would be the right move for me. So I can't regret it. But there is a little bit of that like ego death that I'm like, you know, mourning because they let me go. So it wasn't Mm. my decision to leave. Um, Was I happy? No, but I was in a contract and I I wasn't, I couldn't leave my contract. So for me, um, even though I was unhappy, I was going to stick it out to the end because I had like six months left in my contract. And then I'd probably leave, to be honest. Um, So I always knew it was a very short term thing for me. I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to reach a new audience. I'm going to get my followers and we're going to leave. And we're going to go to like Dear Media. Like that was always my my long-term plan. Go to like a female oriented network. And um, what happened was, you know, they kind of realized the same thing. They were kind of like, why even bother six months? Like nothing, like we're holding you back. And right. and they were kind of transparent about that to me. And I agreed. And I wasn't even really sad. Like some of my coworkers had called me and they were like, when I got laid off, I cried in bed for two weeks. I was like, I don't have time to cry. Like right. I got to make money. And they were like, what? And they, I just, hit the ground running. Like I literally signed with the manager within 24 hours. I signed my first deal within 48 hours. I had a huge business plan being proposed within three days. Like I was so go, 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 go that it wasn't, it's been about two months now. It wasn't until really last week where I was talking to my therapist and she was like, you know, you could cry. And I was like, yeah, I guess it's kind of sad because I just didn't process it because one, I wanted it. And two, I, um, I think the only thing I'm really sad about, honestly, is my ego. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like a really good lesson too, because people so often just stay stuck in the same situations unhappy. Yeah. And obviously like look at getting like, I mean, how many people have gotten laid off in the past two years? I mean, it's insane. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's nice to hear someone hit the ground running. And I mean, how often do you hear a success story that comes from like something shitty, you know? Yeah. And I kind of knew in going there, it probably wouldn't be like a smooth sailing thing, (laughs) but I took that chance. And I'm so, I'm honestly like really proud of myself that I put myself in like a really uncomfortable situation because like, you know, I'm like a curvy girl going into this like sporty situation. And like, it wasn't an easy ride. And I'm really proud of myself for doing it. And I think it was the right move. Like I stand, I stand by that. And I also am like such a believer in everything happens for a reason, because I was working for myself and then COVID hit. And then when I got the job there, I had to go into the office. 
And I mm-hmm. think living alone and working alone, I think I would have been depressed. Like I really do. Oh, yeah. It, COVID was really getting to me. And I think having that year and a half of going into that office, like literally saved my mental health. And now that I'm not there and like COVID isn't as bad and th- restrictions are lifted, now I'm loving working for myself again. But right. I don't think yeah. I would have at that time. I mean, yeah, especially like in New York City, like in like a tiny apartment, like working by yourself, like I like my family lived with me, but I would have absolutely lost my mind. Like going into an office honestly sounds like so nice sometimes. Yeah, I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I don't have to. And I am too now, (laughs) but it was nice for the time. Like, I actually think I like needed that to like get through that year and a half. Totally. I mean, yeah, I think that obviously it's an interesting, I mean, you probably would have like loved going into somewhere like Dear Marita more, but like, look how much you've learned and like, you've probably met people and you got to have like, you know, production on your podcast mm-hmm. and like not have to put in as much like sweat in a certain way, you know, that now you have to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so I assume then you've been enjoying working for yourself and being yeah. kind of your own boss. Well, I forgot as much as I like being a creator, I equally like being a business person, like a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. So for me, I missed that. And I didn't even know I missed it. Like the first day that I like was taking calls, like interviewing different agents and managers and like getting on the phones with all these brands. I was like, Oh, I missed business. Alyssa. I'm a Capricorn. Like I love to work. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, I miss this girl. Like she wheels and deals. Like I forgot that I even had that in me. And like, I love that competitive edge. And now that it's back, I'm like, oh, that's so fun. Um, Cause I like to be like the idea person and the business person strategic. And I think I didn't even realize I was missing that, but I'm definitely doing it all now. Like, thank God when I was there for some reason, I just had this like weird instinct where I had my producer teach me how to edit video and audio and do everything. Oh. And I don't even know why I did that. I didn't have to. And I taught myself and like, now I don't feel like the production qualities suffered at all because I learned yeah. how to do it. So, yeah, you know, everything happens for a reason. And um, it's definitely a lot more work to work for yourself. But like, I love it. Like, I always said I would never have a boss. And like, I'm back to saying that because like, I just really enjoy working for myself. Especially once you experience it too, like it's kind of hard to go back. And when you have the creative side and the business side, like it just makes the perfect kind of Mm -hmm. self and self-employee. And I will say, I forgot to say how important this is for the listeners. When you said, when you messaged uh, Dave Portnoy, how you made sure your picture was the right way. And you remember that the lines were up Mm -hmm. because I think people always hear people on podcasts saying like, just go for it, just message. Mm -hmm. And the way you explained it by like actually making sure it's smart and all that stuff. Like if you missed that listener and you're a mm-hmm. DMer, a person like that is so important because I feel like people do not think that. And then we just get these DMs that are like, Hey girly, like, yes. da, 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 like, and like, I can't see what you look like. You're, you know, you're on private. There's nothing in your bio, like stuff like that. And so that was so smart. And I wanted to reiterate oh, it because you. I'm like, yes now I will be like looking out for that in my DMs not that I already don't subconsciously yeah. but now I'm gonna be like a little extra hard well also though to in that same vein if we're giving tip tips it's like one 
make sure that you're following the person because oh my god I, yeah I used to get like I get really offended still and then I notice I do it sometimes when I ask people to be a guest on my podcast and now I like yeah. follow them and then DM them because I think it's rude because I sometimes will get DMs from girls being like I love you and I want to intern for you you should hire me and I'm like bitch you don't even follow me because to me that it's is like, such a good point it's like do you like <laughs> me you don't even know yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, you think you can run my business? You don't even follow it. Yes. But then I never thought about it for like, yes. when I'm messaging someone for a podcast because guest. Don't you feel that way though? If you get an incoming message like that? I mean, yeah. Cause I'm like, where did you come from? Well, I'm but just I never think about it because like, sometimes it's like, you know, bigger celebrities, not like celeb celeb. Cause yeah. like, I don't like, I don't do that. Like, I just like, I'm, I don't no, care. Same. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like a hermit, but no, like I remember, I don't think I followed Jason Tardick until like after I had to like get him on this platform. Exactly. So like, and it was really embarrassing because well, I notice I do that to people because like, why would I follow Jason Tardick? Like, I love him and I listen to his podcast, but I don't really care what he's posting because it's Instagram, yeah, you know, because it's different platforms. But then you realize sometimes I'm like, if I don't like when people do it to me, why am I doing it to people? Totally. So like, it's yeah. just little things like that. And I think it's about being really smart and concise. Like my biggest pitching takeaway is it's like, I always say, this is my like little rule book. It's like who you are, what you want from them and what you could do for them in return. Yeah. Period. Like you don't have to be like one time in 2015, I did this and I wrote this and that <laughs> it's just like blank, blank, blank. Do you want more information? Cause I could send you if you need more, see if they even yeah. want more information before you just bombard people with it. Yeah, because it's honestly a waste of like your own time too. And no one reads like, it. Like writing it. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, I, don't I don't read it. No. Like, and I'm not trying to sound like a bitch. It's just like when you get like so much incoming, it's kind of like that. Like really like smart, classic, straight to the point confidence, like you describe that mm -hmm. like kind of catches you off guard, and you're like, oh, like who is this person? One hundred. Instead of like this like a rambly thing. Quick break to talk to you guys about article. I mean, I'm sure you're hearing Alyssa and I talk about how we love rearranging furniture and stuff. And I mean, if you're like us, you guys need to go on article because article has launched their new line of outdoor products for summer 2022. Think oversized statement loungers, streamlined dining pieces, easy to style sofas for all your backyard knees, literally 42 new pieces, plus a selection of bestsellers from seasons past article has what you need to outfit the deck of your dreams this summer. You guys know, I love my deck. If you don't know Article, the reason I love them so much is because they combine the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. So their team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, okay? They use quality materials. This is not cheap stuff. It literally is durable construction, and they are dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian design, so there's literally something for everyone. The best two parts are the fast, affordable shipping. It is available across the USA and Canada, and it's free on orders over $999, and all in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less because if you're like me and probably Alyssa, we just want it now. We want to rearrange. We want to put new stuff in. I know you're excited, but you're probably like, oh my God, I don't want to spend money, Lauren. You guys, the prices are fair. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices because Article keeps their prices low. They cut out the middleman. They're selling directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups, just incredibly made to last furniture. Article is offering my listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash mood and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash mood to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Back to the podcast. I do want to talk to you though about kind of your podcast and your Instagram now, because 
there's a lot of different facets. Yeah. There's a lot of things happening. Cause it's like, I went on your podcast. We talk about mental health. Then on Sunday, we have Sunday Scandies. <laughs> on Thursday, we have Teen Thursdays. Yeah. We have you redecorating your apartment literally 24 seven. So like, what, what are we focused on right now? Because in my mind, I'm like, I can't believe she sticks to the same schedule every motherfucking Sunday and Thursday. Like, uh, yeah. w- what? Like, you're literally making my life harder. I'm- you're making my <laughs> life harder. I'm not a regimented person, which is what at all. I know it's crazy. So this is the funny thing. I, when I set out to like create a blog and like a platform, when I first started, I remember thinking like, what do I want to post? Is it going to be beauty? Is it going to be fashion? And I was like, I kind of like it all. Like sometimes yeah. I curl my hair. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I wear no makeup. Other days. I want to do a full contour. Like sometimes I'm a tomboy. Sometimes I'm not like, I'm so like wishy-washy as a person with my own personal style and preferences. Like sometimes I'm Mrs. Like skincare extraordinaire. And then I'm using a Neutrogena wipe. Like, so (laughs) for me, I decided when I started, I'm like, my niche is like no niche. It's literally just what I like. Like, so I just literally post about whatever I'm doing that day, that week, whatever it may be. And then Sunday Scandies actually started, um, I was on like a train one time in the summer. It was like a year ago. I was on a train and I just like put a question box up on like a Sunday being like, tell me something scandalous. And people just started writing in the craziest shit. It is insane. (laughs) I will literally go back to your Instagram story when I'm like with a group of people and read them aloud. And like, People will be like, wait, someone, like, you know, someone that did that. I'm like, no, no, no. My friend posts Sunday scandies. It is literally like so out of control. Like, do you think that people like follow you or like come to you as well just to like be like, oh, like go like message that person, like what you did or something like where do these, or is everyone like so scandalous and I'm just living and, and well, I just belong on tame Thursday. It, like what is going on? It makes me realize that like, I'm very basic and that everyone cheats. Like it's like very, it's kind of disheartening. Like sometimes in the beginning, I'm like, every single person, I'm like, this, like, this is sad. Everyone's swingers and everyone's cheating. And, but everyone has a flip fetish or it's like people that will be like, my dad has a secret family or like, my cousin's dating her cousin. I'm like, what? Like, you sick? Like, I'm like, you guys are creepy. So I don't know where these people get it from. Sometimes we have repeat offenders. Like, it's the same people that just share wild stories. Week well, yeah, after week. you have all like, you have all like the like inside fucking tea because you get to see the little icons that pop I know. Up. Like, that is, a cr- I think I, I think I messaged you. I think I put one in for Tame Thursday one <laughs> yeah, time. You it was it was about when I called Planned Parenthood in high school asking if you can get pregnant from a blowjob 100% seriously. Yeah. So- My friends do not let me live it down to this fucking day. Well, that I was 100% serious. Well, that's why I started doing Tame Thursday to offset the Scandies people. Yeah. Like the people that are so vanilla. My favorite one, when I first did it, Tame Thursday, I don't post as consistently because like there's only so many tame things. But my favorite yeah. ones is the people who thought that a blowjob was just blowing on it. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> like like a oh candle, like blowing it out. Yes. Like 
I literally like honestly the team Thur- <laughs> I hate the team Thursday ones where it's just like I love cooking dinner for my husband yeah. like go fuck off yeah, like literally like, oh. go fuck yourself I'm like cool like get a life like honestly like you should mm-hmm. like dive deeper into something like you're suppressing I, I literally at this point. I, I'm not even wild and I'm writing back and I'm like live a little like come no, on like, literally. well now like your responses are so good too like there'll be somewhere you're just like what the fuck like, like, it's just like what comes to my mind and like I've just been I've stayed consistent with that specifically one because the demand is there like people live for it and it's also the one thing that I do that isn't just for girls like my audience is 96% women and like the women love it but it's so many people write into me being like my boyfriend is obsessed with this like we sit in bed on Sunday and we read it together well yeah I always read it out loud to my guy friends like I literally every single time I remember I was even in Nashville and I was just like reading them out loud and they're like what the fuck are you reading like what like they like love it so like I feel like it's almost like something I do to like help entertain people so I try to be really consistent with it and I also realize like if not me people are going to swipe the idea anyway because I've already seen it happen so many times so I'm like yeah I'll just keep it up and like it's fun it's a good laugh no it is good and I like I look forward to it and I feel like your reactions like make (laughs) it still very you and fun but I mean sometimes I'm just like wow she has so many little like contents and things like do you ever get overwhelmed like as a content creator like what to post and what platform to post on and all that stuff because I think that people just get overwhelmed in general with like social media you know I think I did in the past when I was in that like fashion influencer era where I would like go out and shoot outfits. Do you Mm. know what I mean? I was like, all right, we're going to shoot three outfits in two hours and like hire a photographer. Like that was the worst. That gives me anxiety. And that was like the Just hearing it. Like I'm so embarrassed of that. And like (laughs) those people in those days, because it's like, what were we doing? Like, it's so embarrassing because I think TikTok really made the industry so much more real. Like you you can't fault it for, you know, my videos that go most viral, I'm wearing no makeup. Like I'm just myself, I'm being savage. And now I don't find it that weird, like that hard because I get a weird controversial opinion in my head and I just record it and I post it. Like yeah. I'm not really performing for anyone. I'm not going out of my way. Like it's kind of just me like going about my life and then I'll just make it a video. No, I, I mean, I love that approach. And I think that's like why people should get into social media is if they have that mindset, you know, not just like what's going to work. How am I going to get famous? How am I going to get flowers? Flowers. I literally <laughs> just looked at flowers. I'm a psychopath. Um, but you know, like I think that you have to have the business mind, but like you have to still be doing it authentically. Yeah, balance. It, it is know? a balance, and I think like especially now more than ever, I'm just like so authentically myself. Like I remember when I first started in 2016, I was like, I want to be Mariana Hewitt, who's like has the most gorgeous aesthetic forever like she's a walking eating like she's like walking aesthetic and like I remember being like I'm only gonna post mauve and blush (laughs) and then I was like I don't own anything like that and I'm making a PR salary and I can't buy a new wardrobe so I was like I just gotta be myself because I can't pretend to be someone else it's just not gonna work I'm not cut out for that yeah and I mean even just like in regular life too and I know you're like living it up in New York City Mm -hmm. and are you dating right now not currently i well i've been in this weird stage now because i'm in you know i just kind of started working for myself again but i decided which you'll like i decided i'm gonna do 
an eat, pray, love era for the next two months. Okay. Like, okay. So what does that entail? Cause I'm going to be traveling a lot. Like I'm going to Italy. I'm going, I have short trips plans. I'm going to Aruba. I have all these things. And I'm like, I want to like eat, pray, love. Like I want to eat really well. I want to like get in touch with my spirituality and I want to like date and like have sex with like men in Italy. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, that's like the best. Is like you're like I want to like find an Italian man, and then it's like we like get abroad, and you're like like Massimo. No, like I I'm just like I want to like YOLO these next two months. Like I just want to have like a free rest of my summer because I don't know. I was told by two psychics because I'm insane like that that I'm gonna have an amazing summer. So I'm like, it's happening. I don't fuck with psychics. I don't know how you do it. Like when you say like spiritual, are you more like manifest, like uh, horoscope, spiritual, or are you like mental health, like self-care workout, cook? Like, you know what I mean? No, I'm like, <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> I'm to the point now where I'm like, oh, like dead people, like they're, they're with us at all times. <laughs> Okay, like, like <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> like, I'm next level because the amount of psychics that have come into my life without me asking. Oh, really? I was just in Paris a few months ago, and a man stopped me on the street and, like, gave me a full reading, and I was sobbing on the street. What? Yes. And then I haven't... And he, was it, like, real? Like, you, like, related to what he was he saying? Was, he asked me questions, and he was jotting something down. No, he jotted something down on a piece of paper, gave it to me, and I held it, and it was crumbled up. And then he asked me questions and he started writing my answers down. And at the end of the thing, when he opened up, he goes, open your hands. And when I opened up what he wrote down on my sheet of paper, before we even started talking, all my answers were written down. No. I swear to God. No. I swear to God. What? Yes. It was, I have it framed in my apartment. It was what? I mean, I remember you posting the post-it. Like, the little, yeah. like, the post-it. I didn't realize that that was the story. What the? Fuck? No, he said I'm gonna have an amazing three months. Oh, so this is also why I don't think I was sad when Barstool happened because I knew because then another psychic who I had on my podcast texted me a few weeks before Barstool and she said, "Hey, Alyssa, I've been thinking about you. You're not making enough passive income. Something big's coming." Blah blah blah. <laughs> Swear to God. Okay, like I think that I would like maybe feel this way in my life if these psychics like came to me yeah like if they like came to me but I'm not like seeking them out she literally texted me and was like you're not making this passive income like something's getting shaken up so when it happens I was like oh yeah no I know like this is gonna happen I mean at least it's like psychics are coming to you and saying good stuff because then you could have this like little thing in the back of your mind of like everything's gonna be fine well this is the thing like what I've learned is they don't really say negative stuff you know they're not gonna tell you like oh you're gonna die at the age you're gonna die yeah no they're kind (laughs) of just like oh you're you're on the right path or you know something good's gonna happen but I'm not even seeking these people out that's the craziest part that's why it's weird that's crazy that's what's like that's insane but that's made me spiritual do you get what I'm saying yeah no I mean I get it it's just like like when you talk to your therapist and you're like, I think there's dead people with us all the time. Like, what's her response? <laughs> oh, she's right with me. We're insane. She's like, shut the fuck She's up. like kind of hippy dippy. Like, no, I'll just be like, you know, like they're well because the psychics will be like, oh, they're in the room with us. Like they're so creepy. So they'll tell you. They'll be like, oh, your grandma. She said this, and it's like something you've never known that no one else would know, and they'll just like repeat something back to you. So like you can't not believe when you have those experiences. No, totally, totally. So it makes like you... it's not that I don't believe in them; it just scares the shit out of me. Uh, it really scared me too. It did until I had an experience, and then I was like, okay, wow, 
but it also it actually makes you more comforted because you're like oh okay like there's a plan you know yeah. and I, I I've been trying to lean a lot into trust like just trusting yeah. that things are gonna like happen and things are gonna work out and so it just like it's all how you like think about things but it just made me more comfortable and and I don't know like manifesting all that it's all kind of under the same umbrella but it's also who knows if it's a load of shit or not but I just choose to believe it well yeah I think it's you know I think our minds are incredibly powerful mm -hmm. in the way we talk to ourselves and the way we talk to other people and just all those kind of like automatic thoughts and so much easier to be negative just the way our brains are wired so choosing to do those things and think those things like it is a form of manifestation because like, and even if you don't think it is, it just helps you get through those challenges mm -hmm. so that when you do get to the other side, you weren't as miserable along the way mm -hmm. because you are staying positive and you know, you're like, see, it all did work out. Like, you know, but it's really, it's also you putting one foot in front of the other as well. Like you literally hit the ground running when you got let go. Oh like, my God. Like beyond that's like, and I think that's like a certain type of person too, because you know, as a therapist, I would say, Alyssa, you need to feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. you, you need to feel your feelings. You can be sad. It's okay. But at the same time, like, if, you know, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. You don't have to force yourself to cry. I know, but sometimes I wonder. It's weird. I'll, like, cry watching, like, the summer I turned pretty, but I won't cry about, like, <laughs> being single. Do you know what I'm saying? So sometimes yeah. I'm like, are you in there? Like, hello? Right. Like, like, what is, like, your thoughts about being single, though? Like, are you – because, like, I'm going through this, like, mm -hmm, like cute little funny thing where I'm realizing that, like, I actually hate being single. Mm. And I've always thought I was, like, this independent person, and I'm actually not. And I'm, like, obsessed with, like, wanting to find my relationship. Well, and it's, like, bad. I think it's okay, though, to, like, recognize that. I think my issue is I'm so – I so much rather be single than with the wrong person. Yeah. So like, I'm fine. I also think being single has like really made it. So when I meet the right person, like we're going to be really solid because I know myself so, so much and right. I know what I want. And I think like it helps you do self work and like all these things, like you're like, you know, how do you do all this content? Cause I'm alone. Like I, yeah. I, when I meet someone, I probably won't be as posting as regularly and no like literally yeah you kind of you kind of fall off because you fall in love exactly and like I'm aware of that so I'm okay with it I think I'm definitely I think I'm definitely probably lonelier than I realized but I have it buried deep inside of me like what I was saying um it's more like I am I am at the point now where I'm ready to meet someone but I'm just like apprehensive sometimes I think it's hard to date in this industry it's hard to date in New York. I'm actually like, yeah. What's dating in New York like? It's awful. I'm I'm to the point where I'm like, when my lease is up in November, part of me is like, do I move to LA for the winter, just for the winter? Not oh yeah, good luck there. Well, not even like to dating. Date, not even to date, <laughs> just to like, because I do want to do the on-air hosting stuff. So I'm like, do I just go for like six months and like YOLO it and see, and then maybe settle down somewhere different, like after that? Oh yeah. After like that, somewhere that's like not New York or LA. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I hear that's my fucking vibe. I hear Chicago's amazing. So, <laughs> I mean, listen, like I 
and know that I'm biased, but I literally had a, a friend of a friend come in town from New York like two weekends ago. And she was like, I don't know. It's just like, I've only been to Chicago once. And like, it's like, it's, it's great, but it's just like, New York is like so much better and like blah, blah, blah. By like day two, she was like, oh my God, I fucking love it. Like, I love it here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, but we're a better city. Like, I don't want to offend all the New York girlies because I know there's a lot, yeah. but it's just like, come to Chicago with me and I will show you why our city is better. Chicago fire. Ever heard of it? Burned our city down. You know what we did, Alyssa? We literally built alleyways. That's where our trash goes. Okay. So burn the city down, get some alleyways. We have a, you know where I was this morning? The beach, the lake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we call it a beach, but it's a fucking lake, but it looks, it has sand. No, I don't know how it got there. It is true. And I always, um, so my, my old roommate just moved to Chicago. And like, oh, really? she's just living her best life. Cause like, there's more I mean, it's guys. So fun. It's fun. Yeah. So I don't know. So part of me is very open-minded to the, I thought I was like, I never want to start new in a new city. And I don't want to move to a new city with the thought of like trying to meet someone. But part okay. of me right now is like, I'm just going to see where my life takes me. Yeah. And if that's to LA, if that's to a new city, if that's wherever, like, I'm just going to go and see. And I'm just kind of open right now to like the possibility yeah. of like anything happening. Well, I feel like it's the best mindset to be at that like point in your life. And because you go through a phase where you're like down to do that. Mm-hmm. And then you go through a phase where you're over it. But like you learned so much in the transitional phase of like moving around, bopping around and figuring it out. Like that's how you learn yeah. and grow and like eventually get to like where you're supposed to be, which could change over and over again. But yeah, I mean, I guess... New York definitely would intimidate me in the dating scene. I feel like, is Hinge popular there? It's popular. Um, I think I noticed, like, as I get older, though, it's, like, harder. And then you start upping your age range. And then you realize that people um... are, like, divorced or have kids. And you're, like. Okay, so this is this is something I saw on TikTok. And okay. I need to ask you. So peop- I saw a TikTok that. I think that someone said something like every girl is like obsessed with like dating an older guy because like they think they're more like emotionally Mm. mature or whatever. But in reality, they're actually less mature because they have to date someone younger because they have to connect with someone younger because they're so young. And like, why are they still single and old? Mm. Why haven't they met someone yet? And now that's stuck in my fucking head. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought we were supposed to date older. I think, I think. In some instances, I don't think in all, like, I don't think you could generalize. This is what I try to do. I don't know if you think like this. Sometimes I think about like people that I know in my life that I'm not going to date, but that they're great catches and they're single, Mm. like, you know, like a guy friend or like a a family friend that's like a 30 something year old guy that's super successful and such a great catch and they're still single. And I'll be like, okay, if they're still single and out there, there's got to be others like this. <laughs> like totally, no, totally. Like, I mean, annoying, when you think of, like when you think about all your single friends, you're like they're all great. Exactly. So I try to think like, don't feel hopeless because like if this person's single, then there's other people like that out there. Totally. And I think sometimes it's just circumstances. Like I think in New York, a lot of people work a lot. A lot of people travel. I think, you know, like I really haven't been dating that much. Like someone could say to me, like, why? How come you've been yeah. single? You know, like it just, I don't know if all situations are the same, but what I do realize is like, I was talking to this guy on Hinge and he was like, I just want to be honest. Like I'm separated. And I was like, what the <sighs> fuck? Like, 
and then separated too, separated. like not even divorced. And then I feel bad because I stopped talking to him, and like this is where I'm like, em- do ghost? Well, this is me being empathetic because I believe in ghosting. I already thought he was a narcissist, so I didn't like right away. I got really big red flags because I felt yeah. like he was sizing me up. Like he was like, "How tall are you? We could be a power oh, couple." Ew. Like he was. Oh my god! No, no, yeah, no. He was sizing me up to be like a trophy wife. And I just like hated him. <laughs> so whatever. So once he's like the separation thing, I was like, this is the final fucking straw. But then the empath in me is like, oh, like what if he's trying to really date? And like at the second he opens up and bears his soul, everyone goes to him. That's not fair. <laughs> no, it is fair. Like all's fair in love and love. Oh, so like, get, like, get divorced before you start dating. Come on. He said. I, we could be a power couple. So he's a freak. No. No one, one should ever say that. A freak. But this is- That's when you know you're not a power couple. That's when you know you're a freak. Wait, but do you feel, because I just had a girl message me 30 seconds ago being like, hey, I was listening to your episode on narcissists. And like, I got to ask, was it XYZ? She named this guy. And I'm like, there goes another guy in my life that's a narcissist. Like, do you find that people you date are narcissists? Because I think nar- narcissist men are attracted to women that have like social media followings yeah I think that like I definitely have dated a couple yeah um no like for sure because I think that even when even when they don't say power couple that's what they're thinking yeah and they're like oh look you're independent like you have a business like you make your own money and then they're like so attracted to it but then they're so involved in themselves that it's like they don't give you what you need in the relationship and they don't understand how to and like obviously it's like you know terms like narcissist and like gaslighting are like very popular on the yeah like buzzwords on the internet so like i wouldn't like necessarily like psychologically diagnose everyone as a narcissist but it's definitely like that that vibe like that buzzword of like some are and some are just like no. way too like into themselves. I'm talking and, like, about their shit. I'm talking about like men that are actually like like dirty. Okay, like John. what actually? Oh yeah. Like, I mean So there's been two people in my life now. I just learned about the second one today, but who actually like fifteen girlfriends at once, always need an ego boost, like master manipulators, like they're borderline like psychotic. And it's like actual like clinical wow. narcissist. It's not just like uninflated ego. It's like right. it's like they have problems. Like they and someone just messaged me and she was like, the guy, I haven't talked to him in like eight years, but she was saying how she's like, Yeah, he's had like 15 girlfriends at once. Like these people are insane. That's what I when I say narcissist, there's like real oh, like, Yeah, you're like legit, legit narcissist. I mean, is that's almost like sociopathic. Yeah, it like, is. Holy shit. I think they're very because well, like I definitely like I'm deaf I've definitely dated guys that are very ego driven yeah. and very like not ready to handle what they think that they want in a woman you know what I mean like they're like they like the idea of it for them but they don't want to like actually put in the work Mm. they want to just like be all like they're like so it's it's like their show you know it's not like the Lauren show it's like the x y and z show and I'm just like I'll grade on paper and then also like way too nurturing and giving and then like all of a sudden like a year goes by or something and I'm like wait like none of my needs are being met and they're like what do you mean yeah you're like I'm in this relationship too and then it's like turn but like I've been like in situations where it's like just been treated like shit because of it Mm. obviously like just like horrible things like oh, you wonder why you have acne and you're eating that much pizza? Like, you wonder why your skin's so bad? Oh, like, so-and-so's working out. Like, why don't you go work out? Like, oh, like, if I would wear my hair like this, my ex would go like this. 
and put down the strands in front of my head and be like, I only like it like that. Like shit, like, like just like controlling and shit. Like, I would, I feel like the, I'm like very tough on people that I'm with. Like, I don't know. See, I'm not. I think it's, I'm like Italian and I think it's like my like Italian. So am I. But my mom like drilled shit into my head. And like, I'm almost too tough sometimes that like, if a guy calls me like a bitch or something, I'll be like, oh my God. I'll be like, say it again. And we're like, I will threaten people. Like, I'm insane. But part of me is like, I don't think it's not me being controlling. It's like, I set such boundaries. Yeah. I'm like, you don't speak to me about that. You don't talk to me about this. But sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm coming off like a little tough. But no, I don't think so. I, I think that you like, first of all, another TikTok I saw was <laughs> men love bitches. Like, I know. stop. Be, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's not that it's just like, I think like you knowing what you deserve and yeah. you like speaking up for yourself is like, you're just like, haven't met a guy that can fucking handle that yet. And like, I wish like I didn't start sticking up for myself and I've been in like a long-term relationship and then another one, I didn't start sticking up for myself until like past six months. And you I'm 28. Need, yeah, you like, need to. Because my, I mean, my Italian mom thinks I'm insane. I was literally just at her house. She's like, how many times do I have to tell you? Like, da 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 She's like, I don't know what's wrong with you. And I'm like, well, fucking childhood trauma. I don't know, bitch. Like, well, my, my mom always told me from a really young age, and it's always stuck with me. She's like, people treat you the way you let them treat you. So if you totally. keep letting them get away with it, they're going to keep doing it. And like, I always just had that in the back of my head. And I feel like to the point where I'm so like the second I see one little thing, like even this guy I was talking to, I remember saying to him, like, look, if I find out that you do X, Y, Z, like, I'm not even saying this to threaten you. Like, that's a deal breaker for me. Like, it's just not going to happen. And then he did that thing. And like, on the first line of it, I'm out. Like, I'm not even looking back. And then I think, yeah, and it's also like you set the precedent. Yeah. You were like, I told you this was going to happen. And I think they're kind of like, oh, well, she actually did what she said. And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't fucking around. Like, yeah, you crossed the line. Well, I think that, like, I was even talking to my friend the other day because I think that people don't hold themselves accountable in yes. that way. And it's like when I had to, like, heal and look back on my relationship, people would assume, like, oh, you hate him, mm. like, all this stuff. And I'm like, no, because part of looking at your resentments is looking at your part in them. Yes. And it's like, I allowed myself to be treated that way. Mm -hmm. So it is not 100% his fault. It's 50% his fault. And it's 50% mine because I did not voice my needs. I did not Mm -hmm. stick up for myself. I made that the precedent. Like, and I'm not saying that to like not blame or like anything. And of course it's completely different in like a domestic, like violence situation. But I'm saying like, you know, people don't realize that, especially even when you get mad at the other person, like, my friend, you know, has this guy being like, I can't believe you did that. Like when you went out and it's like, well, he does that when he goes out and like, that's never been a precedent. Like he's being hypocritical. Like he needs to look at his part and his mm-hmm. ego in this. Cause like, even though you hurt him, which, you know, you're sorry for, and you've learned mm-hmm. whatever, like, it's not all your fault. It's 50, 50 bitch. 100%. Like, and it's, I didn't know that at all I, and it's not blaming myself because yeah. I usually blame myself for everything but I think it's like self-awareness you know 100% and I think some of it for me is morals and then the rest of it is pride which like isn't a great yeah. thing to have but I almost have so much pride that I'm like all right you did this to me I'm never going to speak to you again. like I'm it's not even a stubborn thing it's like I have so much pride that I won't let you think I care 
Like, yeah. So it's, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, I know okay, what you mean. you're going to not want to be my friend. Then I'm going to mute you and you're never going to see me look at your stories ever again. Like, and it's not even being spiteful. It's just my pride. Like, I'm like, fine. But I think there is like something to say. It's like confident. Like people always say, like, how do you build confidence? And it's like, confidence is keeping the promises you make to yourself. Mm. And it's like, you know, it's like you literally say, if you do this, I'm going to walk away. And then you do walk away. And that's why you're a confident person because like you follow through on the promises that you make to yourself, which is also why you can be very confident when you like pitch yourself to someone. Cause you know that you're going to follow through and like mm. what you're saying and you're not like a flake. So I think like, obviously like, you know, maybe there's something to say and like attachment styles when it comes to like I don't know. Uh, there's like the dismissing attachment style yeah. where you like mute people and never talk to them again. I'm not that but... hardcore, but only if you really wrong me. Well, yeah, yeah. And it's also, it's like, you don't need to drink poison expecting the other person to die. Like fucking move on with your life. Yeah, like, like I honestly think it's pretty fucking healthy. And all my like amicable breakups, like we still follow each other. I don't, I'm genuinely happy for their happiness. It's when you like really do something to cross a boundary of mine. Totally. Or you really step out of line that I'm like, well, now I'll never talk to you again because like it would, it would make me feel bad about myself to keep giving exactly. in to you because you no, did, I think yeah. it's like, it's a lesson that I think girls like need to learn, including myself, because it's like, it's so hard to do in the moment when you're like a very like empathetic mm -hmm. and like desiring person or like codependent person like I am because I'm like, wait, I want to make you happy. But then I'm like, I'm not sticking up for myself and I'm not keeping any promises I made to myself. So like I have to like walk away. I mm. have to do this. And it's so fucking hard in the moment. But then like a week goes by, another week goes by and you're just like, thank God. And you're like proud of yourself. I think it comes with age too. And like the more you date and like you'll notice the more dating experiences you have you'll slowly start setting those boundaries. And then with the right person, you will just gel together so well that yeah. it's just kind of like unspoken. And it's not yeah. as, it's like they just treat you well because they want to and not because you're making them or you're asking them to. I mean, that sounds lovely. I've never experienced that. That's, I've never witnessed it. I don't know her. I've never met her. That's the land of fairy tale that I live in. I'm like, no, like mom. literally. No, and it's like, you know, my friends are like getting married and like all the stuff, like, you know, your sister yeah. is a kid. And I'm just like, I'm like, I literally look at those relationships and I remind myself, I'm like, that is what a healthy relationship looks like. Yes. That is how someone can treat you. Like, that is what you're looking for. You don't need to settle. Wait, like, I like look at the relationships around me, like friends that are getting married or my sister and her husband. And I'll look at certain people as such good examples of what I want. And then others, I was like, okay, maybe I don't want that. And like, totally. it kind of teaches you though, because like, I'll see the way my sister's husband treats her or the way my friend's husband treats her. And I'm like, wow, that's like a really mutual partnership. And like, yeah. you could just use like the people around you to be like your greatest teachers and just like, yeah, teach you by their example. And I think it's one thing to obviously like look at your parents, but it's like such a different like decade and everything that so different in, in such a different lifestyle too. So it's like when you see your like you don't really see your mom and dad like going out to the bar with you, but when you see your friend and her husband going out to the bar, you're like, oh, that is how they socially interact. Like those mm -hmm. are their like like they're capable of having fun with the group. Like just like little yes, things like that that wedding. like relate so much more to your lifestyle than like, oh my god, my mom and dad have such a great relationship. They're who I look up to. It's like. No, like I like look up to my friends that are married and we all go out and like chug beers together, but yes. then like they go home and walk the dog. I'm like, that's so lovely. That's such a good point because sometimes like my parents, my mom met my dad when she was 17 and oh they've been together for like, you know, 35, 40 years, however long. 
And sometimes I'm like, you just don't get it. Cause like you didn't have to live in the yeah. city and do these things and, and go on him. Yeah. Like it's just different. And of course I look up to them because it's so admirable and they're still together and it's incredible, but I'm like different time. Like y- yeah. you just don't know. Also they, they don't even know what it's like to have like a working woman to this extent. Totally. You know, like yeah. it's just, it's a different vibe. So I agree looking at people around you, it's like really helpful. Well, I'm so excited for you just in general. And as a fellow psychic, I can promise you that you are going to have an amazing summer. Thank you. This is it. I can't wait to follow it on Instagram. Are you going to be podcasting while you're like traveling and stuff? So I decided I'm going to do a summer series on my podcast where they're like vlog style podcasts. So yeah, they'll be, I tried that when I was gone. Yeah, they'll be like audio and video, but I want them to be like super interactive, like literally me in Italy. Like it's it's going to be my eat, pray, love summer series. Oh my God. I'm so excited. So to make sure that everyone follows along the Eat, Pray, Summer series, uh, where can they find you? So it's publicity on everything. P-U-B-L-Y-S-S-I-T-Y. It's a play on words like publicity and my nickname list. So you guys can follow me there. It's on um, Instagram and TikTok. And then the podcast is just tea with publicity spelled the same way well thank you so much for coming on mood and being such a mood booster thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of mood i'm lauren elizabeth and if you feel like boosting my mood you can rate the podcast five stars you guys in the apple store wherever you listen to your podcast spotify share it with a friend to boost their mood and make sure to follow me across all platforms for even more boosting i'll talk to you guys next week bye